The Whiteout Podcast, Episode 9. Welcome back. Noah, it's been a long time. A month. How are you doing? Um, a month older. Jets are still doing as well as they were when we last talked, if not better. So I'm doing well. It's nice to see you, Braden. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a crazy sort of month, I guess. We, uh, we talked with Ross on the last episode. Uh, he ran down a bunch of stuff. He's very knowledgeable, so that was nice of him to join us. Um, we have a lot, a lot to discuss when it comes to this team. I mean, there's been there's been stuff that's happened. Mike Isamont, um, a couple huge wins. Um, I mean, I I think where I'd like to start is that game against Pittsburgh. Like how well that I that in my eyes that's one of the probably one or two best games that they've played this season. Do you agree? Oh yeah. Coming on the the heels of a back-to-back, too, it's pretty impressive what they did there. Uh, they just played like a team, and they got the result that a winning organization will get. It's hard when a scheduled loss comes in front of you when you're playing back-to-back. But the Jets, they made it work, and they got the win. Shifley played phenomenal in that game. I think Ehlers played well as well. Um, was it big save, Dave, in that for that one? That was I don't I think so either way I'm pretty yeah, sure it was I think so too the goaltending played well the whole team overall played well especially going into the game the Jets were the underdogs they were coming in just played the night before and they pull out another win it's great to see yeah and I think um since that game it's it's we've been sort of riding a high after that I think the fans and everybody you just when at the stadium, like it's it, like we said at the beginning of this year, and we keep going back to it is reinvigorate the fans, and that's what's happened so far this year. I think buildings, the building selling out again, which is which looking at the beginning of this year when I was at the preseason games and the first couple of games, it didn't look very promising. So yeah, as just as an organization, I think they did a tremendous job this year, and. Uh, I, I guess we go next to what's coming up a little bit because I do want to touch on this before we go anywhere, and that's Josh Morrissey, All-Star Game. Are you pumped? How excited oh, yeah. are you for this All-Star Game? Oh, yeah. Let's not skim over the fact that the Jets did win another game since Pittsburgh, but it was only against Arizona. We'll take that. Yeah. So, for me, for me, that game is, is a toss away. I, they, they played down to them, and we still pulled it out. We did not have a good game. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know what Connor Hellebuck was doing on that Calgary goal, but he, he, he got the result in a win, and he, that was the only goal he let up. But, man, I could have scored that one. He, I guess he just didn't push off well enough. Um, uh, yeah, I'm thinking he lost it somewhere because, yeah, when, when you look back at that play, um, it, it doesn't even look like he's knowing where the puck is or even knowing where the play is. It's, it was very strange. Taylor had an open net, but the Jets won, so that's all that matters. Uh, going on to Morrissey, going to the All-Star game, he deserves it. Definitely deserves it. Um, I've been saying all year, I think Connor Hellebuck is the Winnipeg Jets' best player. So I would have maybe liked to see him be the first Jet to get in. But Josh Norsey, great second choice on this team. He's in the Norsey conversation, the Norris conversation. Um, so, yeah, definitely well-deserved. Looking forward to watching him have fun. Not that it matters really all that much in All-Star Weekend, but at the end of your career, when you go to your Wikipedia page or you go to your hockey DB page and you see five-time All-Star, it does look cool. But when you're just watching the game, you're like, uh, 
yeah. don't even really play this. There's, like in the NFL, the Pro Bowl, it's not even a game anymore. It's the skills competition. Like they they play dodgeball and they drive golf balls. It's uh it's interesting what the NFL is doing there just to try and deter injuries. In the NHL, it's a little different because there's no injuries in an all-star game, but it's just it's not real hockey. You know, but no. Nice to see Morrissey there. I mean, Morrissey, but he should be Morrissey soon. Yeah. No. In the All Star Game, I sort of take or leave the game itself. Like the skills competition is great. It's a lot of fun. I always enjoy watching that. Uh, but yeah, the game is sort of whatever. For you, like for a player going, it's probably great and it's a you know fun. Johnny Goudreau last year looked like he was on about a nine day bender coming into those skills competition, but. <laughs> Johnny Hockey, man, what can he, you? You just wanted to win games this year. You just wanted to win games. That's why I left Calgary. Want to go win games in Columbus? That's right. Yeah, that's that's what that's what every that's what a normal human being would think, right? Going to Columbus to win hockey games. Why not? Patrick Laine, though, former Jet there in Columbus, putting up a couple hatties. Yeah, I mean he's done well, but like I don't know, it's nothing that's exceeding my expectation. Like we knew him, what he was a peer. He was great, but and. And maybe Pierre-Luc Dubois is a better fit for this team. I think people have come around to that. So it's good to see maybe a win-win for both teams. I'm still a fan of Patrick Line, and I like Dubois as long as he stays. We still don't know, but... Yeah, no, I and I was an advocate for that trade because I did not like Patrick Line, and that's that was a hot take, apparently. But he's got a shot, but he doesn't really do much else for me, really. So I think PLD is a way better all-around player, but... We're not going to get into that because I know there's still some Patrick Line fanatics out there. So, uh, but yeah, the All Star Game. I mean, it's great. Yeah, do you think Helly's getting going to get voted in? He deserves to be there. If he doesn't, it's an embarrassment on the NHL. I agree. I, I think it's ridiculous because I, I know the Jets are pushing for him very hard. Like their whole promo team is send Helly to what is it, Florida this year? Something like that. Every NHL team's got that going, though, and rightfully so. It's Hellebuck from the Jets. Yeah, everyone's gonna send a second player. To. It's just ridiculous that they have to send one player from each team. I think they should go the way of the NBA, and it's just the best players get in. Like, who cares if you have three from one team and zero from another? You're not an All Star that year. You know what I mean? Like, that's right. I, it's 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 such a fan bias, right? They want everybody's markets to do well, so. By sending a player, you're hyping the fans up, I guess. But I don't know. Yeah, like, does a team like Chicago deserve to send somebody? Uh, there's a couple of teams out there. I don't know. But we'll see. Like, whatever. doesn't yeah. really affect me too much. I honestly, I'm glad Josh is going. I expect to see Connor there. We're, we're on a first-name basis. Um, <laughs> uh, that's all that really matters to me. If the Jets are there, I'm happy. I mean, if Connor Helba gets a break, too, doesn't matter too much to me. Although, like I said, it's an embarrassment if he's not there. Yeah, I think it just looks bad on, bad on the league. Because if he doesn't make it to the All-Star game, I a little bit in me is like, okay, is that taking away from his Vesna a little bit chances? Just because there were goalies that were? Well, it'd be funny if he won the Vesna and didn't make the All-Star team. Yes, yeah, that's what I mean. It'd be a little bit, put a sour taste in my mouth towards the... The league, but I still think, I don't know, I think he deserves the Vesna this year as, as far as he's played this year, but uh, but I don't know. The NHL always... Boston Tendy, man. That Boston Tendy's like 22-2-1. Unreal. But now I think they're going to split games a little bit. Yeah, well, 
I don't know that they should, but they will. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. I mean, just with a record that good. Yeah, it's got- tough. But I th- but it, the Vesna, like when I'm looking at it, it's like who, which goalie does the most for their team. And I think Hellebuck does more for his team than like Boston's just unbelievable. And it's not just because of Swayman Allmark. Like, well, and you think that uh, three first round picks in in the first round a couple of years ago, I think it was 2015 or 2016, and they kind of missed on all of them except DeBrusque. And even DeBrusque at times of it has been underwhelming. So. Bruins could be deadlier if they're drafting a couple of years ago in the first round paid off. Yeah, and, and I'm looking at this Boston team and like how long, how much more do you think this team has? Like their guys are getting old. Uh, I don't think anyone saw this coming this year, so I don't want to put a limit on it, but I think they should probably go all in. Yeah, I agree. Right now. I agree. And speaking of going all in, we have the trade deadline coming up soon-ish, but – it's, it's the big talk right now, right? We're getting to that time of the year where it's like, okay, we have to decide. Do we make a move? Do we uh, Are we happy with what we have? And I think looking at this Jets organization, you are happy with what you have. But I think this is the year. you got to go hard. So is there anybody that you'd like to see this team trade for? Or do you think that they should make a trade? Oh, yeah. I think this is a year where the Jets load up and go for it. They're first in the West as we record this podcast. They're the best from the West. Uh, I... I think you have to, right? Like, I mean, Shifley, he's going to still be good for a couple of years. Ehlers, Connor, they're going to be good for a couple of years. You don't have to totally go all in, but I think you make a move because you never know when Connor Hallibut could have a down year. That's right. Goalies are weird. They're voodoo. So him playing so well, you got Wheeler playing so well. This could be his last real good chance at it. You got Morrissey playing like a stud. You just Everyone's clicking right now. So I think this is an opportunity to go – Maybe not totally sell the farm, but sell a bit of it. Some of the land, a couple of acres, right? Uh, the names that stand out to me, I don't, I don't know if you could because they're in the same division. Patty Kane or Taves, I know they probably aren't going to come to Winnipeg, but it would just be, it'd be nice. I like the uh, Patty Kane talk- thing. I, I'm, I'm not big on Taves anymore. I think he's passed, but. They're going to want a lot too. Yeah. Especially in the central. Um. Chickering out of Arizona, depending on what you can get him for. Uh, Horvat, depending on what you can get him for. It, it all depends on these price tags. And until the trade deadline, teams are going to want a lot. They're going to want this. And maybe on trade deadline, you can get them a little bit down here. So yeah, uh, interesting to see who's going to fall out of playoff contention and who the Jets can maybe scoop up. But I would like to see a bigger name, maybe like a Kevin Hayes type player, maybe even better. Um. I, I really like Kevin Hayes. I yeah. I'm down for that. Yeah, that's that's not a bad idea. Well, I'm not saying they get him again, but when they did get him, that was a that was a pretty big move. Mm-hmm. No, but I know what you mean. That type of player, I I'm I'm fully in for that. Um, but I, I agree with you. I think the Chikrin thing would be huge. Um, Horvat, obviously, but he, I don't know. That's the Canucks are down in flames right now, or sinking to the bottom of the ocean. So. Uh, I mean, maybe you get them for less than you would normally because of that. And they're, you know that they're trying to sell because, and they're not going to keep them next year and it would be a loan. Um, then, yeah, you got – I mean, there's lots of options out there. But do you th- would you go forward? Would you go defense? What do you think? Defensively minded? Offensively minded? They're so set at every position. But I, I would like another – a big name forward, I think. And maybe as well as 
Davis played back there, maybe you get like a third stringer. Like maybe you get someone that could be a backup. I don't know. I don't know if they got the goaltending depth in case Hellebuck goes down. Like Dave is winning games. He's also getting the easier opponents and it's the team's having to put up more goals for him than I think they do for Connor. So I look at maybe a third string goalie and a top six winger. I think they're pretty good on D. They play well defensively, but you could also add a seventh D. So I'm going to go top six winger. Give me a seventh D and a third goalie. That'd be a perfect trade deadline for the Winnipeg Jets. And if you can get a top top three forward, depending on the price point, that's even better. Where I'm at, I, I don't mind that. But the uh, I agree with you. That I think forwards first. We Some games, we just don't score enough goals. We play great defensively, but we don't score enough goals. Adding one more body up there that's going to be able to do something, put the puck in the back of the net, I think that is the way to go. Um, defensively, we played really well. Um, that would be my second option because I don't think that we can bank or expect Hellebuck to go down. So I think, cause if he goes down anyway, it doesn't matter if we get a second backup or if it is Riddick, um, it sucks, sucks to suck. If Hellebuck goes down, there's no option in the minors to come up. You still need someone to back up Dave. And what if Dave goes down, you know, and I don't even want Dave in the playoffs. <laughs> no, but I think that's so, that's such a. Um, I don't know how to put this. Um, like, Taking little mindset, sky's falling. You know, I yeah, get that, it. that's right. Yeah, like, and if and if Hellbuck goes down anyway, us picking up another goalie, somebody like who are we gonna get? Like, I know they were talking about getting rid of Vimelka. Um, he's great, but he's gonna cost again way too much money, especially for him to be a backup role against Hellbuck. So, anybody that you get at this point goalies are so hit and miss you could pick up a guy and he can go on a 11 game losing streak so i don't know that one i'm iffy on the top six forward thing i 100 percent agree i think um and going in on that who do you say we get a top six forward who are you now dropping down uh that's an interesting question ah uh, perfetti yeah that's where i'm at too gotta be perfetti um yeah I, I, I mean as much as i love the player and i think he's got a bright future as long as he stays healthy with his frame he's uh i, I don't know how much he's going to contribute in the playoffs in a top six role so yeah. that's where i would go yeah i agree with you i think uh perfetti could play on that uh that third line with adam lowry give it a little bit more scoring help on that line if you get Definitely. a top six obviously right this is and I think they're going to have to make a move like that because I I don't know how much I'd like going into the playoffs with Perfetti on our second line right now. He's great, but the playoffs are a different breed. Can you well, hear the music coming from my room right now? I don't hear okay, any Okay, 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 we're good, we're good. You're just hallucinating. Yeah, I guess. No, uh, my buddy's outside, so. No, I don't hear it. But, um... <laughs> I figured we better not get, uh, I don't need a copyright strike right now from the music coming oh. in. They wouldn't even care. Who is it? Is it Coldplay? No. Yeah. Who is it? Though? Oh, I don't know. I couldn't tell. It was just like, there's just a lot of bass. Yeah, we'll see if it's, if even, even if it's Nicki Minaj and she somehow listens to the whiteout, <laughs> I don't think she's going to give us a strike or anything. You're she's right. Like, ah, let, him, let him have it. 50 viewers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we're okay. Um yeah. But yeah, so I, I think uh, talking trade deadline, we're gonna be talking about this a lot. I feel like I feel like every you know every time that it's brought up uh, in the media and everything, um, 
it's it's always huge talks at this time of the year. So expect a lot more of that, I guess. Um, looking ahead to the next couple of games, we got a fairly easy slate. Um, we have, what did I say? Montreal, Toronto, Ottawa, Detroit? Uh, Philly. Ottawa, Philly. Yeah. So I think we should for sure take three of the four. And I think we could damn near take four of four. Yeah, like you said, three of four, but it's the NHL. Like, you never know. You do. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll go three of four as well. I'll go three zero and one. I say they lose to the Leafs there in overtime or something crazy. Or if they do beat the Leafs, they'll blow it somehow. So, like, because they do play the Flyers on a back to back, you know? Like, it's not like the game is spread out there. They're going to be playing the Senators on Saturday, the Flyers on Sunday, and the Leafs on Thursday. So, they're. What is that? They're playing Tuesday, Thursday. Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, so uh, between Tuesday, Thursday, yeah, they should be able to get three wins here for sure. I don't know if one's going to be a regulation, one's going to be overtime, but that's what I would expect. Yeah, that's fair. I, I think I honestly think we beat the Leafs and we blow it in one of the two games on the weekend. Well, sometimes you're tired. Anyone can beat anyone in the National Hockey League and end the Leafs, you know? I think the Jets are going to get ready to play those guys. I think they have a little bit of a a chip on their shoulder from earlier in the season at home. And we'll see how they do. Yeah, I agree. I think this, uh, you know what? It's tough because, yeah, you're right. Anybody can beat anybody. But if I was a betting man, right now I'm taking the Jets over damn near every game. So. Except Bruins. Well, of course, yeah. That's a, they're a wagon. Well, I just, I see People will say that the Jets are the best team in the National Hockey League right now. Yeah. And my mind just goes straight to Boston. I'm like, oh, I, I think they're the best team. I think the Jets are top three, perhaps. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Boston's a different breed. Yeah. Boston is a level of the, their own right now. They're on a tier of their own. Yeah, it was too bad. Out of all the losses, out of any team to lose to, and they lose to Seattle, which Seattle's doing well. But, you know. They got like eight in a row right now, man. No, they're doing well. I just did that. You know, I think if you look at them when they when they're going to that Boston game, I don't think you expect uh, Seattle to take that one in Boston. Oh yeah, you're talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. To break the yeah. uh, the home uh, the home street they're on or whatever, winning so many games. That's tough. You know who I think the Jets could pick up as a a backup? Terry, Jack Campbell. Jesus, Jesus. I dropped that guy in the ocean, man. I had to get rid of him off my fantasy team. He cost me so many points. I know. What a disaster he's been. I think he's been rebounding there in Edmonton, but oh, man. He's yeah. their backup. Now, so. Is he now? I think they're starting uh, their, their rookie goalie, Stuart Skinner. I don't hate that. $5 million backup. Yeah, it's tough, but I, I've always, I've, I, I was sort of down on Skinner. I didn't hate that. And then Campbell. Campbell was iffy in Toronto the year before, so... I didn't really understand what, that. When he's been good, he's a Vesna candidate. When he's been bad, he's like he's like AHL candidate. <laughs> God, that's, yeah, that's so know. tough. That's uh, to a joke in there for the uh, the arch rivals of the Jets, the Edmonton Oilers, of course. Uh, but yeah, it's it's going to be a very interesting couple uh, next couple weeks and next couple months actually, but. Um, how are you doing in the the fantasy league? 
in the, in ours. I I know why you brought this up. I'm second last. Not doing too great. I won three in a row. This is not the year for me. I don't think you're doing too much better, but uh, even even a little bit better is better than me. So yeah, no, it was tough. I did I did pull out. What was that? Last week or the week before against you? Two weeks ago or something. Yeah. I don't know. I try and black it out. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not doing well. In my other league, I'm uh fighting. I'm top three right now. I think I'm fighting for second. So, but this one, well, you I know don't, what might, know. you know what might be a game changer for me. Nikolai Ehlers is finally back. Did you have him on your IR? Yeah, I had him the whole year on the IR. I didn't think it'd be this long, but he's just he's been lighting it up since he's been back. Yeah, so, yeah, unbelievable. That guy can fly, hey? I mean, we all—it's always said about him. It's a scouting report, but just watching him come back from injury doesn't look like he has any rust on him. He's just out there skating like the wind. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah. This is something I also wanted to bring up because there's one player on this team that gets, I think, a lot of like hate, and I think people over overdo it on the hate for this guy. I'm gonna go. I really enjoy watching Axel Janssen Fialbi play for the Winnipeg Jets. I got that guy skate. is so quick and he he just is always puts pressure on the other team. And I love it. That he's the guy that's going to fly down the wing. He'll be chasing a puck down into the corner, beat the guy there and then battle for it in the corner. I I love I love how he plays. He's not the most skilled guy, but man does that guy have heart. He's got heart, he's got speed. He makes his fair share of mistakes. Yeah. But I do like him as well. I think he's a good option to have. And speed kills. You yeah. need speed in the NHL, and he's got it. Yeah. So so speaking of the Ehlers thing, zone entry king, it's oh. unbelievable to have him back. I actually know the guy that runs that uh, Twitter account. I used to play hockey with him. Dude. Zone entry king, Nikolai Ehlers. Yeah. Um, yeah, what a great story. What a great player to have back in the lineup. But coming off an injury where he was out of the lineup for that long. I didn't know how he'd look. And like I said, he just looks like he has no rust. It's great to see his shot almost looks better. Yeah. Um, they definitely didn't rush him back because he doesn't look rushed. He looks like he's in game shape. Yeah. So yeah, that definitely helps with not having to overpay at the trade deadline. Now that Ehlers is back and looking like himself, like maybe if Ehlers came back and he was looking 50%, maybe you go for a bigger name, but with him playing the way he is, you might just scale it back and go for a borderline top six player instead of a substantial. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I think Ehlers, besides the first, the first game, I think the first two periods it was, he looked a little bit shaky. And then the third period, it was like, he got that break in the intermission and it was light was flicked back on. And then it was smooth sailing from there. There was a little bit of a readjustment period, but it was uh, not as long as you would expect. Nope. Two periods of hockey. I think any coach uh, after a guy is sitting for five months on the IR, I think you take two periods. I think that's fine. So, the thing is, is for my fantasy hockey team, is it might be too little, too late. But yeah, yeah. At least I'm maybe going to be respectable now. Well, I mean, you can't be worse. I, I think from here on, you can't be worse than me, because my team is just like I think I won last week, putting up like fifty points. Well, I'm playing the second second worst team right now. He's two and eight. I'm like four and something. Is it that that, that guy that starts with the F? The what's his name? Mason Mason Froze. Yeah, yeah, that guy. He's bad. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Mason. Yeah, I'm playing him. <laughs> Sorry about that, man. 
Yeah, shout out Mason. Uh, he's only got two wins. One of them was against me, and that was his first win of the year after going 0-7. That hurt. That hurt. I'm but, looking at percentages right now. That guy is 0%. They're, they're not even giving him a shot. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Actually, I'm surprised it's not 1% at least. But Yeah. You're at solid six. You got a shot. You know. 6%? 6%. I think it's better than that. ESPN's doing me a little dirty there. If I go on like a four-game winning streak here, back in it. Hey, Ehlers is back. Drops two points a game for the rest of the year, and you're good to go. Zone entry king. <laughs> two points a game, bro. He's winning the heart. Well, I'm David's the- doing that already, but. Yeah. But anyway, I don't know. Like, we don't really have a ton more to cover because it was a long break. And, you know, of course, there's a probably a billion things we could get into. But it, at this point, it's so far gone that. Not much to do. So I will have the post game for you guys on tomorrow, I guess. Um, and then on Thursday as well. And I'll try to do the Saturday, Sunday, but it depends what time I get done at the station and stuff like that. So I'll keep you posted on those two. But uh, Tuesday, Thursday, there will be – wait, what time's the game on Thursday? Do you know? Yeah, I actually have the schedule right in front of me, I believe. Uh, Thursday, we're looking at a 6 p.m. start. Perfect. You guys, you guys will get a post game because I have the early morning. In Toronto, right? I would assume so. Yeah, yeah, because it's a it's a five game, five game uh, away from home. I think streak. Road trip. Road. Thank you. (laughs) Are we sure they're not playing it at a neutral site here, like the NFL? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Uh, So, did did you watch a lot this uh, the last couple days or what? NFL. Yeah. I watched. Oh, I watched that Jags game versus the Chargers. I had the Chargers in over 48 and a half points. Chargers are up 30 to like 20. I'm like, okay, it hits. No way. No way the Jags come back. Yeah. $30 down the tubes. Yeah. We're paid nice. We're paid nice. Uh, excited to watch the Cowboys tonight because everyone's saying the Bucks are going to win, and I really think that they aren't. I really think the Bucs don't have a run game. And no, that. I think they're I think they're bad too. But Tom Brady six zero against them, and you look at the stats for the Cowboys. Apparently, they don't win on this certain type of turf that they're playing on tonight. So we'll see. We'll see. It. I didn't expect the Giants to win against nope. the Vikings. That was for sure. So don't don't get me started. That just hurts me. <laughs> I can't even say what I think is going to happen because I'm wrong all the time. That's how you've been. You've been right a lot this year so far on this podcast. Well, sort of. You're like 50-50. That's good. You'll take those. That's a good shooting percentage. Oh, when it, maybe when it comes to the NHL. Yeah, yeah. I'd say the NHL, I, yeah, I know a little bit more than the NFL, but... Well, I you know so how if you're, doing always, NH, if you're doing a Jets podcast. You know. oh, we're pretty much making this an NFL podcast right now. <laughs> yeah, we are, yeah. That's uh, so fine. The way, I, the way I get away with my takes, if you guys haven't noticed yet, I'll always say, well, we'll see, right? I take like the very <laughs> neutral approach. We'll see, we'll see. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the one with the more uh, hot-headed, stupid takes, but, you know. I think I must be at, like, 10% this year. The, the uh, My odds for uh, my takes are not high. That's generous. That's gen- It must be bad marking you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, I'd still – my one take that I said to be in the year is Vesna for he- – Hellebuck for Vesna. Jesus. I, mean, I might have to go for a nap or something. I look for Vesna. Monday. It's a Monday. It is a Monday. Yeah. Didn't work we're today. But... We're off the IR too. That's that's right. Yeah. 
we had a uh, Noah's out with the upper body and uh, I had the Blake Wheeler lower body this past couple of weeks. So damn, that's uh, that's tough. Tough. Yeah. yeah if you had the Blake Wheeler injury, <laughs> damn. you wouldn't be hearing from me for months if that was the case. You, I wouldn't show my face in public. You'd be talking a lot higher pitched. Dude. Yeah. Which, which really wouldn't help me because I've, I'm already up here. So I don't need like, whatever. Don't want to do Blake like that. Like, come on. Great guy. Yeah, great, great guy. guy. Great guy. Just he's he's uh mirroring Sammy Solo right now. Sammy Solo. Like that. I forgot one? about that. I forgot about that. Great reference. Great <laughs> reference. Ooh, that's gotta be tough. Yeah. But anyway, that's uh I don't really have a question this week either. I guess it was I don't know. I'll come up with another one, but you know, it was it was time back. I just wanted to really get back into the swing of things and start talking jets again. I miss it. I miss it. So yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, yeah, be back sometime later this week. I believe Thursday we're gonna try. Oh, yeah, we'll try to do it Thursday, and then I'll get the post game, a uh, post game out, and then it. I'll probably have the this episode come or the Thursday episode coming out probably Friday morning. So, right yeah. on, Noah, take us away. Stay classy, Jets fans.